0: They're going to be kind of the, the surprise Cinderella team. Just defensively, just get
1: incrementally better.
0: Everybody has lived up and
2: failed expectations.
1: You, the box score is what the box score is. is Sucks for them. What's <laughs> going on with the San Antonio Spurs? That's what's brewing.
0: All right, welcome to episode two. 23 of what's brewing sports i am andrew brought along with me as always richard oliver Mm -hmm. and here we are we sit at the 23rd episode this will be the concluding episode of season one for what's brewing sports
1: and you know we end at 23 right because probably the greatest athlete i've ever seen michael jordan
0: Okay, you're going to go Michael Jordan. Number 23. It wasn't wasn't LeBron James.
1: No, God, no. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Oh, I got a cramp. Turn on the AC, quick. Oh, my leg. (laughs) No, I'm not. No. No, Michael Jordan, you know, and I I saw so many Michael Jordan moments when I was a sports writer and went to so many games and and forget off the court and all the kind of gambling and playing baseball and all the different kind of things that he did that – they should have won ten consecutive titles, the Bulls, you know, back then. But I've never seen an athlete like that. Yeah, I just never have. And I, that's that's the guy that I think when I think of of just just guys who lift entire teams in a team sport, but have the kind of talent and uh, uh, and star power to just throw a team on his shoulders and and make some things happen. It's Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I and, and a lot of people. It's, what's interesting is. A lot of the folks that you and I know—I mean, you—you you obviously were aware of Michael Jordan. You're sure. old enough that you're aware of what he accomplished and what he was, you know, what he did. But, but the—you know—I'm not sure that Ryan, my son Ryan, I'm not sure Ryan understands really? the gravity yeah. of what right. what this guy could do. Right, you know, could jump out of a gym and, and as an NBA player and right. how he just changed the face of basketball. Anyway, so Michael Jordan, you said LeBron James, Michael Brantley the Astros. Sure. He's twenty three. Sure. Um I tell you what, we know who it cannot be,
0: and that's this, Anthony Davis.
1: You're right. <laughs> you're right. And is what a perfect story that is, Andrew. That Anthony Davis, yeah. LeBron wanted to give him twenty three because yep. LeBron's changed his number actually yeah, in the past. Yeah, he has. And wanted to give him twenty three, and Nike said no, no, that ain't no, happening. No, 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 we no. have already printed Too up. Too late. That's right. We are because Nike's a year ahead. I'm sure on their seasons. Right, right. You know, can you imagine with all the 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 shifting going on in basketball during the off season this year? What Nike and Adidas oh, and you know Under Armour all of them had to do. I know to just kind of go through and, I mean, and make you, changes.
0: You think maybe they probably have that built into their season? You know, I'm sure they sure. got to know. Okay, this is the you know this is the trade time. Let's let's just wait. And then right. we'll start to print up jerseys. But even still, it's got to take, you know, how many jerseys do they print out? And you got to think about sizes. Right. And I didn't think about this now because we're starting to think about getting gear and stuff for this show. And I'm like, yeah, shirts sound great. Then you look at, okay, well, there you got to get a small and you got to get a medium and a large right. and extra large. And then you got to get how many of each, you yep.
1: know, and yep. that's a
0: lot. It's and then a, if you're Nike. It's complicated,
1: yeah. <laughs> but I, I suspect that they're big enough they can handle it.
0: Yeah, I suspect that
1: Nike could probably take care of it if they needed to. They might be able to. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just guessing that they probably can, (laughs) you know. Hey, so you mentioned, perhaps you should clarify this. This is our last episode of season one.
0: That's right. This is it.
1: And they said it wouldn't last. (laughs) And here we sit.
0: That's right. I I don't think people saw 23.
1: Episodes. No, I mean we blew past our, our the drinking age, and now we're we blew past the AAF. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And now we have outlasted at least one league. That's right. So yeah, we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break because well, number one, we're gonna take a little break because here in just a just a few days, you're gonna become a papa. Oh, I know. And I'm gonna become a grandpapa. That's right. That's and right. Uh, so, darling Katie's gonna have a little one. Uh, but so we're gonna take a break, and so. A couple things happen here because when we get back, we're going to be in the middle of. We're going to. We're just going to jump ahead yeah. to episode twenty when, when episode twenty four is unveiled. That's right. There's going to be a lot of sports happening.
0: Oh my gosh. This is this is my time of season, by the way. Oh yeah, you've been you've I
1: had a, a pep in your step.
0: So, over July, I'm salivating for August. Yeah. Get here now. Yeah,
1: July's kind of the other than Wimbledon and Yeah, uh, right, not know, right, it's just kind right. of the doldrums, it dog is, days it, of sports. It, it
0: is. It's like it's just that month of sports where even yeah. even baseball players are like, "Ah, eh, let's get to August." Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> dog days of summer,
0: man. But we get to August and then Almost, I don't want to say completely, but like 51% of my reason, my being mm-hmm. comes to life here in August. Mm-hmm. And football season is finally here. <laughs> yeah. College football is finally here. Pro football gets going. And, the, and 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 it's not just, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, you know, because... the unlikely people like football season. Right. People that I would never think would like football season, like football season. And they may not care that much for football, but what football season, what comes with it, right? Like right. like autumn and fall and yeah. leaves Holidays turning and it gets and, a little chilly. Like I mean, for Texas, a little chilly goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you feel invigorated by that kind of stuff. And see and and it is true that you are so into this time of year as we make this evolution into the fall uh now nfl training camps will be starting here at the end of july right uh you know those guys are going to start reporting trickling in probably next week and and getting those things done and i covered nfl training camps for a long time it's a it's a really interesting time of year it's great to be there day after day and watch kind of what happens with teams but you are such a fan of this time of year that we were floating in the the pool at La Mansion de Oliver, you and I and, and the lovely soon to be mom, right, Katie, uh, and you were saying, you know what's exciting about this? You're gonna have the baby around July thirty first or That's right. we could <laughs> you know, by the time A M kicks off their football season, we could bring we could bring James to a football game. That's and, right, he'll be ready and, to go. And she looked at you like you were, you were a Martian landing on her head. <laughs> She was like, "This is not happening. You're not taking this this baby." Uh, but but again, we've talked about the baby comes out right into A and M clothes.
0: That's right. I'm just or, saying, or an
1: Astros beanie. You I'm know? just
0: saying, look for that to happen. We may even go on location and do the show, but we that's gonna happen. wrap
1: that kid in a papoose or whatever, whatever you call that thing. Go. That's right. That's we're right. We're going to Kyle Field. That's right. and we're talking under your arm. That's nice right. And firm. Hello, connect, connect. Yeah. So, so that's, but that is, that does kind of showcase your affection for this whole thing. And, and also that, that kid's not going to have a choice. Oh, I know. At I least know. early on until It'll he becomes be, a teenager and gets in your and face it, and then, stuff. Yeah. Then he can, yeah. but after that, he's going to, he's going to be wearing maroon. Oh, he's going to be, you're going to be, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool though. At least maybe later in the, the year, maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, UTSA game or something. Right, I think right. I played UTSA up there, I, I think. think so. it's later in the year. Maybe that's so. a game you take sweet sweet baby James too. Yeah. We'll it, see. It, it, it indoctrinate the baby into the game. We'll see. He A&M might culture. make
0: he might make opening game. I'm just saying. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that's your choice. I'm telling you, man. You think you you're talking big, but it's gonna be the choice of well, you guys can wait and find
0: out. We'll, yeah, we'll.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Because we will be... Now, Now, because we are taking a little break for, for this, uh, we're taking a break per se. And when we come back, like we said, there's going to be a lot of sports, a lot of things to talk about. We're invigorated about this. Uh, taking a quick breather. But we're not going to be off the air. We've got things happening over this next month as well.
0: That's right. That's right. So while we are on vacation which you know give us credit we've been doing this for 23 weeks straight i mean it's it's a lot it's a long really run dead. for any show yeah. and, and considering you know we don't just do this yeah 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 <laughs> we got we got
1: jobs some of us you know some of us do other things uh <laughs> <laughs> we got things
0: that's right um But uh, we will be posting some what we like to call extra shots. And I know some of you have uh, seen those and and seen how we produce those. And so that's something that we will be pushing a lot more heavily in season two. But we will also look for those to be coming out throughout the coming month that we'll be off. We'll still be releasing those. And we will still be around. Right, right. We'll just be in the pool more. <laughs> did, yeah, indeed
1: so. Yeah, we've got stuff happening. In fact, we one of the things we talked about for as a for instance is we've had a lot of great shows. Uh, we've been on location a few times. Just last week the, on this day, we were sitting at, uh, at Minute Maid Park talking That's to right. Reed Ryan, the Astros president. And one of the, the great little offshoots of that is, some of these conversations is, this is what's brewing sports. And by design, we came into this saying, you know what, we're going to combine some things that we love. What's brewing is, 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 on your t-shirt, right. uh, is, is craft beer is the one thing which you, you are uh, g- just love craft beer, the different types of beers. Right. Uh, I just drink what someone puts in front of me, but you're like, you really enjoy it <laughs> and I love coffee. Yeah. So, you know, so for me, it's what's brewing on, you know, what are we brewing up in the morning? First thing I do when I open my eyes in the morning, man, That's I'm right. going down to make me some coffee and, uh, and you, and you first thing when you open your eyes in the morning, I'm going to go have me a beer. <laughs> That's kind of how you are, yeah. No, but we have that. So only on football season. <laughs> only, only on football season. <laughs> only after some of these uh, performances that the Astros have put on. I do, I do wake up thinking I need a beer. Uh, and, then, but, and then, of course, sports. And We yeah. love the things that we love. So uh, we, we had a great conversation with Reed Ryan and then Brock Wagner, the mm-hmm. founder of St. Arnold. Um, and we've also talked to the, 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 one of the guys that manages Weathered Souls. Yep. We talked to the guy who runs uh, the Roost Pub. That's right. So we have opportunities where I think you're going to even pluck some of those interviews and put them together and almost like theme, sure, yeah, theme yeah, yeah. things, you know, which we'll do eventually. Where uh, these got stunningly, Reed Ryan was outstanding. Yeah, talking about craft beer and the knowledge that he has, and I guess in his position uh, as they were trying to build a. a uh, you know, as aesthetic to minute made and, you know, some of the different kind of atmospheric things they were putting in there. Part of it was the culinary and the the dining experience right, and beer, right. man, he knows his beer. Oh my gosh. He really does. He, I mean, it's, it's not
0: like talking with your average Joe and you know, Hey, you know, I kind of tried this beer and it's good. I mean, this guy has some extensive knowledge, right? Just in his pocket that he just pulls out and you're like, ah, oh, let me write some of this down. I didn't right. even consider yeah. it from that point of view uh, he's been fantastic i mean he's a guy that i want to get a beer with and talk beer yeah that's who that's yeah. who reed ryan is to me right um and yeah you, you're absolutely right brock wagner was was equally as fun to talk yeah. to beer with you know and you could tell there's a there's a deep passion there for him and you could see why saint arnold brewery has become what it has become right from and through his eyes you yeah. know and that's been that's been cool and a great guy. Yeah, just hilarious.
1: Yeah. Just a funny guy. Really funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm sure it's business. I'm sure he could tear somebody's throat out if he had to. But you know, but I think, I think he's he's uh, he just was such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, and here's you know here's you want something depressing? This is depressing when I think about a guy like Brock Wagner started that brewery basically in his dorm room at Rice. Right. And then you have Bill Gates just started like you know Microsoft or whatever in his garage. Right, you know, and go down the list. Michael Dell, you know, you know, in his car tinkering with computers, and these guys are gazillionaires yeah. now yeah. For, for making these things. With their, when I was in my dorm room, man, <laughs> <laughs> or my apartment in college, I didn't nothing, nothing like nothing. that happened. <laughs> I was sitting around in my underwear, scratching <laughs> myself, watching baseball or something. You know, and, and just oh my thinking gosh. what, what, what these guys were like doing things. <laughs> They, you know, they were like, you know, I've got an idea. I'm going to do That's this right. and put right. this stuff together. So Brock, Brock Wagner kind of depressed me, actually, <laughs> when we were talking to him. Emasculated it just, just like, you a little like, bit. Yeah, no, I just got <laughs> up. So they're going, all right, you know. Another things when we come back uh, in, in mid-August and, and is we're going to be um, uh, celebrating right. a landmark birthday for me.
0: That's right. A landmark that's birthday. right. Yeah.
1: And so it's, uh, it's going to be... big two-one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm going we with. We can and now officially drink on the episode. Yes, we can. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, <laughs> August is going to be a big month. <laughs> so August will be our Leo month. That's right. It'll be that's our right. Leo month. But yeah, so we talk about the, di- the different things we're going to do during... The, you'll still see some, some original and new content for, for What's Brewing Sports, uh, but just kind of a bridge type. Bridge type content, right? Whereas we're going to come back in August. But man, if we you, you mentioned it, twenty three consecutive weeks of doing this and and enjoying the, the and all the different things that have happened in sports during that time, we've gone to san antonio fc games right. we've been to uh you know all of course the different places we went to and did remotes and been yeah. on site and the guests we've had from jason Minix to to gary delon to reed ryan to sean elliott to i mean uh, just just the list That's right
0: well let's list them i mean andrew monaco david ogren mm-hmm. uh you mentioned sean elliott roy bragg uh and of course brock brock wagner i mean we yeah. had some really incredible we were very fortunate in our opening inaugural season to get these guys on here and uh, find out that, you know, they had a good time chatting with us too. Yeah,
1: they've actually <laughs> asked it, and they actually asked to come back. So we didn't, right. we didn't right. But a lot of those guys, and we'll be doing, uh, and one of the things that I, I really savored the idea that we got, uh, we are based in San Antonio, although a lot of folks listening aren't in San Antonio. That's but, right. But we have, we have a really great wealth of, of sports knowledge here in San Antonio. And a lot of these guys, I mean, Jason came on with us, Jason Minnick, when we were at Weathered Souls, uh, right after the the collapse of the Alliance of American Football. And he had been the broadcaster for the commanders, the local team. Uh, great insight on things. And, you know, I, I love the idea. We brought on Gary DeLon to talk about it. Andrew Monaco, who was here, could talk about the Spurs, but of course now is the voice of Texas A&M Athletics. Uh, guys like that who have that, just that, that breadth of knowledge. And as we head into August and September and, uh, and, and, in October and starting the spurs and all the different kinds of things that are going to happen. We're going to have some great names on here for you Absolutely. to, t- uh, to kind of give you an update on what's happening with uh, the teams that we love and the sports that we love and the, and the events that we love. And That's it's right. going to be a lot of fun to, to kind of bring in a lot of those local talents into.
0: Well, it's a great point. And, and, and to further, to take it further, uh, I've really enjoyed going on location for some of these things. I've yeah. really enjoyed doing the brewery, you know, tour and and uh, going to Minute Maid Park and going to Minute Maid Park. First of all, you know, you can't say you can't say enough about the class and and just how incredible the Astros organization was, particularly Reed Ryan to yep. us and the way they took care of us. I mean, talk about VIP treatment. We had we, we, literally, we had security we had guards. guards. We had guards guarding the table, <laughs> guarding a, the camera.
1: Yeah, keeping people away <laughs> from the camera. Though they did
0: let one slip by. I just you know. Just
1: yeah, well in. you know we we had that we had that guy fired though. <laughs> That's a right. minute ago. You know, get that
0: man out get of. Us get that, a new guard.
1: Get, get a new officer. Next, uh, but, next
0: man up. But I mean, my guy, talk about setting the bar high. Yeah. You know, it's like now when we go on location, the expectations are a little different.
1: That's right. A little different. Yeah. So we, no matter where we are, that's right. Taco Bell, okay, <laughs> here's what our demands are. Here's what our demands Taco are. Taco Bell at midnight. Yeah. Can you imagine? Green I'm, M&M's, the, security guards. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we, that's what we aspire to, actually. That's right. We that's just right. We just want to get to that level that's where, right. you know, they have to kind of.
0: But but it's been so much fun, and uh, that's something that I think I, I really look forward to pushing on this mm-hmm. show is where where can we go as a show? Because it's right. just two dudes, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's that's our thing, right? Two dudes with brews talking sports. That's right. our little like slogan. Yeah, and you could do that anywhere. Oh yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. To, I mean, like I just wheeled a suitcase in the Minute Maid Park, and we set up, and all of a sudden people thought we were at ESPN.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of, most of us like, what? Who are? But actually, guys?
0: first they thought, you know, we were a little shady. We had to go through <laughs> this, this so, No, that one. Yeah, we
1: really did. It was everything short of a, a full body cavity search. But I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Actually, I'm glad. I'm glad of that. You know, but I'm also
0: glad that it didn't get to the cavity search. I was no, I was not no. Looking we, we're to not, that. we're not to that point of the program. I didn't wear my good underwear that day. No, no, <laughs> indeed, indeed
1: not. But yeah, so we did. We have we we've, we've had the opportunity to talk to some really great people, and we've had the opportunity to kind of introduce to uh, kind of a unique format, certainly in San Antonio, yeah. of talking about sports, but also other things. And part of the other the other things is we talked about. Brock Wagner and everything is, is is we have folks in town uh, that, that we want to reach out to, that we want to have a conversation with about uh, craft beer and about how that experience is evolving here in San Antonio. Because sure. obviously, there's a lot of different things happening on that landscape, which has changed. Uh, we talked about our distaste, my distaste for... Bud Light and Miller Lite and all <laughs> That's the right. you know, the swill, which we did
0: get some backlash. For. Yeah, we did, we did, we did.
1: <laughs> I, I sorry for. Calling it the way it is, but <laughs> exactly it's the way it is. Right. The way it is. The way it is. But but we we're we're kind of snobs about our beer. Sure, we're sure. snobs about our beer. So you know, uh, uh, convince us otherwise. Bud Light. That's right. That's Miller right. Light. That's right. And Ultra or whatever it is. That's right. But uh, but we want to talk to a lot of those kind of folks. Uh, you know, we want to reach out to Scott Metzger who started Freetail Brewing here in town. We want to talk to Eugene Seymour who runs Alamo Beer. Uh, it, there are some different things we want to do. But also we mentioned Andrew Monaco, we mentioned some of those guys. We do have we have some great connections with some of those programs and the Spurs. Right. And we want to bring some folks on and talk about some of the things that you really love and you want to be a part of. Uh, but I think the the one thing about the, the what's brewing sports idea and the the you know, just kind of the, 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 the dudes having brews, you know, and talking sports. Is the idea that uh, we're not limited by, I mean, we have such a, we have a wider universe than just talking Spurs or just talking Cowboys or just talking Astros or Rangers or whatever. Uh, we, We could talk, we could talk a lot of stuff that really affect a lot of people. That's
0: it's uh, exactly right. And as you say that actually, just uh we are into the fourth set now of the Wimbledon finals.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm rooting I'm rooting for Federer. I want Federer
0: way. to win. He's uh he's down right now he's 2 down games two, to
1: 1. 2 sets, yeah.
0: But uh he's up right now in the fourth set. So mm-hmm. That's one we'll of see those matches
1: going pretty interesting the uh uh since we last talked you the US women's national team won the championship. Yep. Uh a big conversation came out of that about equal pay for women. Uh, you and I are surrounded by women in our lives sure. with, with our with my daughters, your wife, my uh, my wife as well, and uh, that was an interesting discussion. And that's another thing about uh, just the issues that are happening in sports these days are unique. Yeah. it's different. And and speaking of our podcast, you almost have to have a beer or beers. Sorry sure. to tackle some of the. Stuff that's coming out of of sports these days, right? Right. It's not. It's not the, the NBA off season, the women's national team, and the political aspects right. of that. All this kind of stuff. It's very interesting how how sports has become. It used to be, we're watching Federer and Djokovic, and right now is there's there's no drama. They're just these are two guys slugging it out. Yeah. It's a heavyweight match. Yeah. And I still, you know, God bless the U.S. women's team. I I don't I don't have any argument with that. Women should get. It's it's no skin off my nose. You Pay the women more right, as much as right. the men. Uh, on, on Wimbledon, the, the the women now get pretty commensurate pay to the men. Uh, but I, I think I, I still it still boils down to two guys pounding it out on this grass court in front of millions of people. You know to try to try to win this 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 uh, you know prominent championship in, in their sport. And I still think that's what sports all about. You right, know, is, right. is these guys is it, you know. All this white noise, social media crap, you know, tornadic whirl of stuff that happens around it, it was still the U.S. Women's National Team, you know, getting on that field right. and beating the, the, the ladies across from them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I, a lot of times I just want to step back. And that that applies to a lot of stuff, but I still, when I when I talk about sports, I still want to I like the sports part of it.
0: Yeah. And it's a great point, you know, and this is what our complaint was with the NBA season. We just saw And, and you know, you're talking about all these, you know, how the players are influencing so much from the money side of things and, and trades and all that kind of LeBron you know, Ron James is now an agent of sorts. And you're seeing that more with players and James right. Harden, obviously being responsible for Chris Paul's, you know, uh, exit. But um, at the end of the day, you know, you do, you, you kind of want to just throw the noise out the door. You said it, you said it great. And you just want to see competition. You just want to see great competition. And, and to me, that's why I don't think that it's an argument. And, and I, I think people have wrongly steered it in the direction of like sex versus, you know, men versus women, that kind of thing. But, uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. A good competition is a good competition. I can go watch, you know YMCA basketball game. If they're playing good, I'll get into it. Right. You know what I mean. Right. It's just good competition's good competition, and I think, you know, money and and all of these other angles with it, um, and and I think that there is a bit of politics. I think that there is you you when you get into the business side of things, there's always these weird personal angles that come into steering, you know, the point. Uh, and I think I think that's part of the, the discussion and maybe part of the issue is that there's a disparity between what is good competition and fun to watch and then everything else.
1: Right. And yeah. then
0: and is that valuable? You know what I mean? In terms of like the women's team, that was, you know, you and I are fairly out. You're not new to soccer. I'm pretty new in terms of watching it because I just didn't over the years. Right. Um. You're not. A great fan of soccer, and that's no—that's no news In here the on this show. In the pantheon of
1: sports, it's not—it's <laughs> not on your top. It's more of the pan than the theon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, I like the pan the soccer. Pan just, theon. just. <laughs> That's good. It's dull,
0: right? So it's not on your upper upper list of things to watch. But uh, you know this soccer that they played and the way that they competed was really good. I mean, yeah. just entertaining. I don't know that much, but what I liked is I could see, I could see the tactics and I could see the ideas behind what they were doing, and that that drew me in as a viewer, as a, as an audience right. member. And right. I was like, yeah, that's really good soccer. You know, uh, one person I just want to kind of. Casually mentioned on here, Rose Lavelle, the way that she played, you know, she made a name for herself on the world stage. Of course, to apparently in the U.S., she was not a surprise. Everybody knew of her talents right. and abilities. But I watched her shred three defenders and a goalie by herself to get the second goal in that final game. Right, and it was just. I mean that's phenomenal, you know. And right. you see all these guys, and they could dribble the ball off their, you know, off their nose, and this and that, or whatever. But in a game, it's never like that, you know. You could do that on the sidelines. Well, what can you do with the ball in the game, and when the game's on the line, and, and right. step up, and you know, in that way, uh, you know, we haven't seen that of the men's team, right? Even even recently, you know, losing to Mexico for the the Copa Cup or whatever yeah. that was, and um, you know, and and here these women come on and say, "Watch us, we'll take it." Right, and we'll do it, and they've done yeah. it back to back now. Oh, and it's an amazing it's fun.
1: run. It's it's, it's fun. one of the great team stories in the history of sports. Is what they've done since 2015. Yeah, you know they just I uh, think they've lost once. You know they they never trailed in the right in the, the the World Cup, and and so that that was kind of a fun thing to watch during the off season during the what you you and I talked about right. j- July just right. being kind of a little bit dull. So anyway, so yeah, so we have all that going on, and we've got some. Uh, um, and 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 again, but the big moment, the big thing that's about to happen is you are about to become a dad.
0: <laughs> you can't, you can't you, drill it home I, enough. Can I you? know, I,
1: and I'm <laughs> I'm about to be a granddad. Thank you, thank you for your efforts in that regard. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but uh, we talked off something unique that I was bringing up to you yesterday. Uh, okay, is that that i I look at sweet baby james who 's going to arrive here a little bit and i and i, I can 't help it because i 'm a sports guy i 've been a sports writer for you know four decades i 've done done so much sports that you kind of want to think about different athletes and different attributes of different athletes right right that you kind of i hope that and, and not even physically, not even athletically yeah. but just the, tenet, the, the 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 things about sports that makes sports really unique and remarkable is the character the the uh, the durability mm-hmm. the just the ability to take on challenges I mean there's so many metaphors in sports that can apply to life right and so I look at I look at James and I, and I you know and I, and I think about what he might become and what he could be uh, again we're not we're not talking about him being a star baseball player or, yeah, right. statistically all that stuff is sure. very hard and uh, but but I look at him and I think I hope he has some different attributes to some of the athletes that I really admire
2: right right
1: now and, and I sent you a note the other day a, a, a links you and I are always sending links back and forth and Ryan uh, up in Fort Worth and we always send things back and forth to each other and one was there was a great article the other day about Mike Trout right and how he was raised in this little town in New Jersey and a, a really small town and he, and he's still a small town guy and just his attitude and the way he treats people and the way uh, the way he he kind of He's, he's the best player in baseball. I don't think anybody argues that. He's an amazing talent. He's having a career season this year, juiced ball or whatever. I don't know, but right. he's having a great season. But he's a good guy. He's a class guy, and he's a guy that operates with a distinction, uh, not only with the spotlight shining on him, but when the spotlight's not shining on him. And that's what I always think about with players and how they operate off the field competitive pitch you know how do they how do they handle things when the spotlight's not on them? right uh you and I have long talked about my admiration for Tim Tebow you know about you know how he is a guy that uh during the offseason someone would be trying to reach out to him when he has an offseason I know he's playing baseball and now he's a broadcaster or anything but would they try to reach him and and you can't and, and his agent it's famous how his agent said well he's not available you know well I really need to reach him well he's not available and, and not advertising, no press release, no anything, and finally they press his agent, you know really need to talk to him. well, he's over in Rwanda or something I don't know, name a country right, he's delivering or you know orphan babies, you know, right. I don't know, you know, <laughs> but he's doing but he's not. But he's not making a big, <laughs> right. big splash about yeah, it. You right. know, this Trying is not, be helpful, it's not a media event for him. Not, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm getting clean water to some African country. You know, right, right. So I look at James, and I think, and I, and I can't help but think that way, that I want my my grandchild, your son, to have to have that kind of uh, caring for other people or class in distinction in the way he handles himself that Mike Trout does. Sure to have a, to have the kind of, I mean, we'd love for him, I'd love for him to have the physical capability of a Johnny Manziel right, know, on the right. field or, or, you know, or, or name your, name your quarterback or, yeah. you know, Dak Prescott or Dak, I'd love all that kind of stuff as well to be able to perform under pressure. Right. You know, in, in life, you know, sure, to be able yeah. to, to handle the, the, the pressure of life. And, and then I, and I, and I hope he has the kind of caring for humanity and the, uh, the spiritual and and uh, emotional gravitas that I think Tim Tebow has, uh, I hope he has a caring for the less fortunate, like Alex Spregman does the Astros in dealing with those who who have uh, just just have issues. Autism, autism is something mm-hmm. that's very important to him. It's in his family. He's had some, you know, but he he spends a lot of time on that. He uses his platform to try to push forward. Research and, and some of the different funding for those kind of things, so and and I hope he has just kind of the the ability in in a pressure situation to make the snap decisions that are the right decisions, right? You know, and I think about you know and in that in that kind of a situation, I think of of, of some of the great NBA players we've seen, and you know uh, a Tim Duncan, uh, or, or but most mostly a David Robinson, yeah, a guy who just. Operated with class and distinction in whatever he did on the court and off the court, you know, and still does. Right. And says, "I'm going to use," and you know, and that's he's another guy who doesn't do a big, a big push, a big giant uh, uh, press release uh, news conference when he does when he starts a school or 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 kind of the different kind of things he does. So anyway, it's it's a it's an overreaching kind of topic, but the the idea for me is that there are so many things in sports that I think are noble and good and. We, we sometimes overlook that because it is it is a social media age. Right. And there's a lot of noise that, that happens around us and around sports. And, uh, and and I feel for these athletes. I mean, Sean Elliott and I have talked uh, two or three times about the idea he can't go to AGB, even in San Antonio, Texas. Right. He can't. There's certain, you know, you can't go to, even in, in the smallest way, when I was doing uh, the games on Fox Sports Southwest up until January, you know, and, and even now people just remember that. But you know, Laura would tell me, my wife would tell me, you can't go, to, you can't go to HEB in those shorts, or you can't go to. You've got to. Right, right. I can't imagine being these guys and operating in a social media age. And, and I'm not, I'm not somebody who's going to be highlighted in social media. But people will come up and say, oh, "I saw Richard Oliver picking his nose yeah, over right. by the, by the, you know, radishes, you know, whatever." <laughs> But I but I think Stay away from the radishes. Stay, <laughs> stay away from the radishes. <laughs> Oliver's picking his nose. But I but I think, you know, I think that that, that that's why it's even more important to me and more uh, more important to talk about the idea that sports has its noble, principled, wonderful individuals and moments and things that happen that don't have nothing to do with social media or spotlights or anything like that. And that's why I I love sports. I love sports for that reason. uh, We talked about Wimbledon. We talked about Roger Federer, who's another guy who's who's kind of almost a prince of the sport Uh because he's he's got such class about him, such bearing about him. And that's when I look at those kind of athletes and I look at those uh, teams and individuals and events and all the different things that happen in sports. I love to, to kind of concentrate on that part of it and the fact that you want your Kids and your the people around you, and to and you want to be represented that way. You hope that people look at you that way, but also I hope that for your son, right, that he has that the bearing of a David Robinson, that he has the 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 caring of a Alex Bregman or a Tim Tebow, or that he has the uh the ability to treat others as Mike Trout treats them, no matter even with his bearing in life and his standing in life. So, anyway, that's my little philosophical. Uh, swing on what's brewing sports is that you know I, I I love athletics I love the great parts of athletics that can apply as as in in whatever way you want to apply them to life itself and to how you handle life.
0: Yeah, no, it's a great point, and and thank you very much for those wishes. And I uh, I think you know that's that's what I hope too is that he has the foresight to pick those things out because I know for me and I know for you just through conversations. Those that's why I uh, relate and connect with sports probably the most besides the games. And I know we joke about, and you know, the obsessiveness of football and all that stuff. But really what it is is just those those certain characters that come out through being an extraordinary athlete and what it takes. Um, certainly, you have to have a certain uh, I mean, you can have talent. But as you see, that the athletes that transcend the talent, that transcend the one or two years of their talent and really stand out, are the ones that developed themselves and worked on themselves and used uh, their extraordinary ability to challenge themselves to be better, almost in a broad perspective, not just as you know increase your speed time, but increase yourself, your awareness as a person, uh, increase your compassion as a person, and those types of things, and. Uh, that's what I fell in love with sports for. And that's certainly what helped drive me in my career. I'm a musician by trade, you know, and then, and then I became a stage performer, you know, and did Broadway shows and things like that. But those characteristics always stayed with me because that's how I was able to pursue. And, and it's not, it's, it's no short change to to pursue that stuff and get on that stage. It's not easy. And, and to transcend, Audition after audition, and critique, and ridicule, and uh, failure, and and success, and, and dealing with a very unique crowd of people, and you know, to the small level of autographs and having always, you know, you finish a show and you're tired, but you got to take pictures with people. All, all those things, um, I always look back to those principles and those characteristics that I saw growing up through sports. And so, to your point, I I agree. I hope that he has the foresight. To pick those little things out and to to realize the, the little things like that that really matter and really help develop and shape a person. And I think, yeah, again, to your point, that's that's why you fall in love with sports. You yeah, know, that's yeah. why sports. That's why sports. Right. And then and then, of course, you know, all the craziness and the entertainment. I mean, <laughs> that's fun, too. We love yeah. to throw that in there. But but when you're a kid you don't really care so much about the craziness. Maybe you do now. I don't know. Maybe it's a different time for me. I never did. I never, I was never, I could never tell you the stats. I could never tell you. I could never name drop. That was never the way my brain worked, but I recognized greatness in very unique ways. And like the little ways, not just because Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan, but the little ways that Michael Jordan, maybe was Michael Jordan or the David Robinson was David Robinson being from San Antonio. And, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. why when you're a kid, that's why you fall in love with sports, right? Because you don't know better. You you know when you're three, four, seven, eight, maybe by ten now you know, but but you don't have social media really, right? You, and you, and if you do, you certainly don't understand it. So mm-hmm. all you see is is the way that these these people go about their business. Not just that they go about their business, but how they go about their business. Right. So yeah, it's a good point. And I, no, like, and, we'll you know, see. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, essentially, You talk about the the mental fortitude part of it, and just the idea of, of of and 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 I wasn't even thinking about that so much, but there is much has been talked about this. Even for you as a musician, you get to a certain level. Let's just say you're the major leagues. You you get to the major league level of touring with Stomp and and you know, uh, Blast and all that kind of different touring internationally and doing all that kind of stuff. When you get to a certain level, everybody's a great musician. Right. You know it's like it's like the best player at reagan high school here in san antonio goes to texas a&m university and steps onto campus i was a star right all of a sudden you look around every single player there was a star for their high school but the thing that separates this great talent he's got this comp set you know my the guy across from me that's got that talent is 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 the want to and the, the the, the intangibles right. take in, take over. And that's why you kind of want your kid to grow up, you know, with those kind of intangibles right? Uh, to, to be able to operate in life, to be able to handle the kind of things. And, and, you know, I've talked about all these different kind of players that, that, that I admire Mike Trout, Alex Bregman, uh, on and on and on, you know, uh, Tim Tebow, but the one guy I always go back to uh, who's which I, which I, I just thought he was just such an, uh, an an incredible athlete obviously is is Curtis Martin and he was the running back for the New England Patriots for years the Jets got him when Bill Parcells was there so I covered Curtis Martin the leading rusher he's a hall, he's a hall of famer now but this was the greatest guy I cl- I remember I remember calling home and telling Laura this, this is this is the guy I want to be when I grow up you know because he was he was good looking and he was and he was you know had all these he had money 36 million dollars of contract with the jets and he had you know all the all the kind of things that you and I would on on a surface level would say he's got it all sure he's good looking he was he was dating tony braxton at the time and and he had and he had all and he had this great contract but in the course of the the few months that i knew him I went to his apartment one time. He was still driving an SUV that his mother in Pittsburgh had given him to drive because she came and visited him. And he said, "He said I don't have a car. I don't." He didn't have a car, so she was driving an SUV. And he, you go into his apartment, and he had he had a uh, a, a bed in the corner of this apartment uh, near the Jets, Jets camp, and he had a boombox that was playing just played gospel music. He just liked gospel. He had no uh, material needs. He was very—he a very spiritual guy, you know. He had a very, very deep faith, and 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 kind of treated life that way, and that that was the way he kind of went through through life. Now, you know, he now he got rid of Tony Braxton because he felt like she was just too material, sure. You know, uh, and and so it was interesting because now now he's a hall of famer. He's a, he's a businessman. He's all these kind of different. He's got the trappings of success, and and he deserves them, you know. But he was he was this cerebral, great guy who no matter the situation in the, in the, in the locker room after a game and everything stood up in the spotlight and, and talked about in, in, in these great terms about how the game had unfolded. And, and, but you always got the feeling with him that life is bigger than this game. Now, some of the guys would be, you know, the game was, you know, it impacted them. they would cratered and everything like that. And you understood that. I understood that. Guys, you build up your life to these moments and, and you fail or succeed or whatever, and how you, how you handle that is obviously important. But Curtis Martin always had this air about him where he just said, you know, that uh, things are going to be okay. That's good. And it made him a great locker room guy. So I just, I think there's, there's certain athletes, I mean, in 35, 40 years of covering sports that you kind of look back and think, these are, these are the guys, you know, that, uh, that I want to, that uh, Kirk Cousins, at Michigan State, I went up to Michigan State to do a story before the Alamo Bowl one year, and I talked to Kirk Cousins. Uh, I guess is the Vikings quarterback now, or wherever he is now. He was with the Redskins, of course, for a long time. Th- th- I, another thing, I called the wife said, "This is the greatest guy. Yeah, smart. You know, uh, had a very very spiritual base. He just had very very focused and everything, and uh, intelligent, and and all these kind of different things." And everybody that I talked to said, "This is a this guy is what you what you see." In public, that's how he is off, out away from the spotlight. So I love that kind of stuff. I love those kind of things. So uh, we could identify fifty players like that. Sure. We could also identify fifty who are not. <laughs> we could probably. <laughs> I do not want list. your son to be like Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Let's, or the, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> or Johnny Manziel. That's right. We, we, you know, I just want him fan. to have Johnny Manzel's uh,
0: Manziel's feet. That's all that's I care about. Let's talk about the players. Do
1: not be. That's right. well, do not be like this guy. Don't be like uh, your know, Boogie Cousins. We do not want this. We do not. No, want that. that's right. No, no, that's no, no, right. not happening. So, oh my gosh! Anyway, yeah, so that's a great topic. It's a great topic, yeah. and
0: in fact, we might. Let's. I'm gonna pin that because we might re- revisit that season two. That's a great topic. Right. Come up with a list. We should come up with a. We should come up with a you know a a, a comparison
2: yeah. chart. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, a little too much like Manzel over here, but hey, he's over here. No, it's going to be great. You're going to be blessed. Yeah, right. it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: We're looking forward to it. I think we're we're finally at that point where we're just like, get here already. We're just
2: tired of. <laughs> that's not <laughs> tired of That's you, not
1: unusual. Tired of you kicking my wife from the inside. <laughs> that's right. Come on, let's get <laughs> She's to this. Tired of it. Federer wins the fourth set, going to fifth set. All right. For all the marbles, all that right.
0: God, I love those guys. The, I, my favorite though is the Nadal Federer relationship. Yeah. I just. Yeah. That's so much fun to watch.
1: So when we come back. In about a month, we'll let you know the result <laughs> of the Djokovic Federer match. Stay
0: tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Just
1: hold on. We'll come back with that, with that. Hold your breath for about a month. Yeah, and, we'll be right back. Uh,
0: we'll have that for you. But it's been fun, it's, man. It's been absolutely incredible. Way more than I than I bargained for. Way more than right. I thought we were going to get into when we, when we started this thing. I came to right. your kitchen table and said, "Hey." How, what do you think about this idea? And you're like, oh, okay, that's weird. Sure. Hey, and I set up some microphones and we've been doing this for 23 weeks. Next thing
1: you know, we were sitting in Minute Maid park.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. What an incredible experience that was yeah. and to go from. And it's cool that it was at the end of the season, you know, to go from how we started the whole thing and then to end up there. Like yeah. we did. End of our
1: season. End of our first season. End of our season. <laughs> yeah, right? no, no, no. Hopefully there's they'll Midway <laughs> through the Astros season. There's still a lot of baseball left. We may be back. Who knows? That's right, that's right. But I love Reed Ryan said, am I the first, one, the first repeat guest? Yeah. And I said, we said, yeah, I... You know, I, he was like, yeah, I should be on the, the Pittsburgh sports hall, right, of the hall of fame. <laughs> you're in, Which you you're see, in. Definitely
0: in after that experience for <laughs> exactly. sure.
1: That's for sure. Oh, but man. I want to
0: know how he knew that. Is he going back and listening to all the episodes? I, I, probably so. <laughs> we don't I know bet he listens. does his research. That's for sure. Yeah, like, what, a, what show am I he, really getting involved He has, a, he has
1: people doing that. <laughs> he <has> some intern. <laughs> hey, listen to this show over here. Transcribe this show and tell me what's going on. That's
0: exactly okay right. That's exactly right. But yeah, thank you again to everybody that came on the show this past season. Tremendous guests and and great stories and fun people to talk to. Uh, Tremendous places that we got to go to. I think we mentioned them all. Weathered Souls, The Roost, and Minute Maid Park. Those are the three places we went. Uh, and look forward to season two because we will, we're going to be looking to really ramp this thing up now that Mm -hmm. we've figured out how to plug in microphones and turn on a camera and you have some stuff. And I just watch, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to seeing what we can come up with for season two. So, and look out for the shorts, extra shots. Those will be coming to you uh, very shortly, actually. So. And, you know, people have
1: asked about this. Yeah, we, we uh, you've got the beautiful T-shirt you're, you're modeling that's now. Right, that's, right. Be, uh, so, that's right. That's right. We will be, people want some. That's right. That's right. You know if, what the people want. That's
0: right. That's the right. the people
2: want, they will get. That's right. That's right.
0: So. so we'll be having some of that stuff coming your way as well pretty soon. And uh, I guess until then. All
1: right. all right. We'll see you August 18th. Oh. August 18th. August 18th. And we'll tell you the result of that Wimbledon <laughs> men's final. Yes.
0: That's exactly how we're going to open the episode. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you.
0: That's right. Thank you so much. This has been episode 23. Oh, by the way, don't forget, we do have a website, but we do not yet have the uh, the domain pointed in that direction. We're still waiting on some things to go through, but it is.
1: Uh, yeah, it's. So, it's let, so me, let me
0: let me let me catch my breath here what'sbrewingsports.wixsite.com dot dot com backslash podcast. How much fun is that? <laughs> yeah, you guys looking forward good. to typing that in? No that's one's going good. to this website. <laughs> sports dot wix w i x s i t e. dot com backslash podcast. But please do go to the website because we spent some time on it, and I think it's yeah. a pretty good website. Oh I think yeah, it's, look, it's a pretty good looking website. So check that out. Stay in touch with us, and please still send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your support. We're really enjoying. We've been interacting with so many people since we yeah. started this thing, yeah. and uh, it's it's crazy how many people are coming out of the woodworks now and saying, "Hey, we're interested." You know, great show, or yeah, I wish you guys would talk more about this, or you guys are stupid. You know, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it is, has been a lot fun. more of the latter happening. It, yeah. That's right. But it's been fun to to interact with people and just people who are interacting with our material. So that's been. That's been phenomenal. But, wow, 23 weeks.
1: Yeah. That's that's how you get to Michael Jordan level. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. When we well, get to David
0: Robinson level, 50. Oh, my God. Well, that'll lower. be the end of the next season. Yeah, exactly. Roughly. Exactly. So, all right, guys. Well, till then, thanks for following along, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.